Hi, I'm Mark and Mark. And this is Richard. And this is this week's music review. Okay, welcome to this week's MWP Music Review, where we talk about the new music from New Music Friday. As ever, joining me is Richard. Say hello, Rich. Hello. Hello. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about uh, new uh, new songs from uh, Billy Ocean, Jamie Scott, Ward Dumas. And we've also got uh, Track of the Week, uh, Socials, Gossip. And uh, so, we'll make a start. So, the first track is... Lola Lennox, uh, and the track is called Back at Wrong. What did you think, Rich? Uh, yeah, I liked it. Uh, great vocals. It's kind of like a power pop, isn't it? That mm. driving kind of thing. Uh, you know, um, driving acoustic kind of uh, guitar on it. Um, and I think it's someone to watch. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I really liked it. I gave it a three. Okay, I like the clapping at the start of the track, um, and then the, this piano part kicks in, which I really enjoyed. Um, obviously, with a last name, is she related to Annie Lennox? Do you know? Is it a daughter? Oh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't look. At, I didn't look mm. on the um, the about page on Spotify. No, uh, but possibly. I don't know if she's related in any way to to Annie Lennox. Might just be a no. pure coincidence, obviously, because of the. Mm. the name but anyway the track i gave was a was a 2.5 so moving on billy ocean and the track is called we got fine love uh big fan of billy ocean more mm. obviously in the 80s early 90s i mean whatever he seemed to bring out just turned to gold dust um he, he, he was yeah yeah must have bought i definitely bought all his his big albums he had in the 80s and 90s. Um, I still listen to them this day. Um, and one of my favorite tracks he did is I Like Suddenly. That one, mm. that one, get, get In My Car, Get Out of My Dreams. That's another one. But again, a big 80s star is trying to modernize. Um, and to be honest, I didn't think that track was very exciting at all very plain there was just nothing to it not even a scratch close to his wonderful stuff he did in the 80s um so i just give it a, unfortunately i give it a two. Oh right okay yeah um i really liked it <laughs> did you <laughs> um yeah i like billy ocean i mm. always have and mm. um uh, he's he's still got an amazing voice. Mm. Uh, I love the sound of his voice. Mm. Uh, yeah, soulful, groovy, a little hint of gospel in there as well. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I loved it. I gave it a four. Ooh. Oh, well done. Yeah, I mean, yeah, track. I mean, as I said, I love Billy Ocean, but it just didn't do anything for me, unfortunately. But next one is Dermot Kennedy, and the track is called Giants. What did you think of this one? Um, yeah, again, really, really liked it. Um, nice and deep, great vocals, um, and just a great song. Um, I gave it a 4.5. Yeah, really liked it. Okay. Uh, like the beat at the start. I like the rhythm of the track. Um, I thought it was a real good feel to it. Um, 
but I wasn't I wasn't going to get too excited about it. So it was a just a two point five for me. Mm. Uh, next one is Nell Bryden, and the track is called "These uh, Changes." Um, I love the guitar at the start. Uh, I liked her voice. I liked the arrangement. I thought it was a lovely song. I remember listening to it actually. When I came to pick you up on Friday, when we did our first gig since lockdown, I was listening to it in the car. <laughs> oh, really? And, yeah. And I, I, I loved it. Absolutely. It sent, it, it, it sent me like on a chilled, I don't know. It was like yeah, I was yeah. in the zone with it. I loved it that much. I gave it a five. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice one. Um, yeah, I didn't think much of it. Um, <laughs> I thought it was an okay song. I actually thought it was a bit dull, a bit predictable, really. Um, and I uh, gave it a two. So. See, that's it. We've gone from Billy Ocean yeah, yeah. to one another, and now this one. Yeah. Uh, it's bizarre. Right. Next one is uh, Jamie Scott, and the track is called New York Nights. What did you think of this one? Yeah. I um, love the instrumentation on it. Um, I thought it was great songwriting. Mm. Uh like the vocals. And um, mainly in the verses, um, you can just hear a massive influence from Paul Simon. You know, that, mm. it's got that flavour to it. Mm. Um, and really liked it. Give it a 3.5. Yeah, I was the same. As soon as it starts, the foot start tapping, and I even put in my notes, reminds me of Paul Simon. So for once, we're on yeah. the same page. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the start of it, it sort of reminded me of going, did it, did did you can call me? How he was singing. Yes, yeah, it, yeah. It yeah. just gave me that vibe straight away. I really like the arrangement. Mm. Love this track. Uh, it's definitely, definitely a tip of the hat, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Even when mm. he's, even when you listen to the song at the start, and you start singing. It sounds like Paul Simon could do this track. Yeah. Uh, mm. Great track. Another five for me on that one all right okay yeah yeah yeah. that's two fives that last it's a decent week (laughs) yeah it's been a while hasn't it yeah yeah. (laughs) all right next one is ward thomas and the track is called sweet time uh where's my notes okay uh liked her voice thought it was a nice track uh i really like the chorus Uh, yeah really enjoyed this track uh give it a four yeah i thought it was quite a, a, a cheerful tune um Got a kind of a country thing going on. Um, and yeah, I gave it a 2.5. Okay, uh, next track is uh, Dua Lipa featuring Madonna, featuring Mrs. Elliot, featuring the blessed Madonna. Uh, the track is called Levivating, uh, I believe. What did you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought of, yeah, great tune. Uh, funky, love the bass line, catchy. It's obviously from her, her new album, which she just every song seems to be a banger on it, doesn't it? Um, mm. and yeah, I thought it was a really cool tune. Um, I gave it a four, okay? Yeah, really liked it. Me, not a fan of this track, <laughs> oh, really. <laughs> no, I like the start Is that because mm. it's got Madonna on it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, I was a massive Madonna fan. Uh, 80s 90s even in the 2000s and then yeah it got to i think recently the last couple of albums i've just not liked any of this stuff at all um mm. but um yeah when uh julie starts singing 
Uh, that's great. And but then I tra- I feel the track for me personally gets very busy. There's lot all sorts of things right. going on in it, um, which I didn't quite like. So I I, I, gave, I gave it a two. Uh, okay, next yeah. one is yeah. Biffy Clyro, and the track is called um, Space. Like the start with the piano, and really like the vocals. I thought it was a great track. Not a Biffy fan, uh, to be honest, but mm. I think for me, this is probably my favorite Biffy. There you go. The neighbors are in again, look. Square <laughs> from last week. Oh, yes, you they've know. Des- they decided to come back on the podcast. Are living for this on week. the beach. This is our live, uh, <laughs> our live audience. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm talking from Malibu right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got a long way to come for this weekend's gig. Then, unfortunately, there's a lot of seagulls here. <laughs> <laughs> you got your pina yeah. colada going again, there, Rich? Have you? Oh, if only, eh? <laughs> It'd be nice, wouldn't it? We probably could have one of them actually on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I might see if I can have one. We'll go into that after later on. Um, not a Biffy fan, but actually, I really like this one. Really enjoyed it. I give it a four point five. Oh man, uh, <laughs> I didn't like it at all, um, and I, d- I didn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't really concentrate on the actual kind of instrumentation or the groove or the, the music. I did sort of kind of get a country vibe from it, um, mm. but I didn't like the vocals. No, I didn't like the way. I don't like the way he, he sings this song. And Tina said, mm. I don't know much of his stuff, mm. so I don't know if it's like the way he sings all the time, but. Mm. I don't know, it just didn't, it just kind of, you know, yeah, it didn't sit with me right. Um, mm. And so I just gave it a one. Yeah, I didn't like <laughs> it at all. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, next one is Charlie Puth, and the track is called Hard On Yourself. Actually, they've been playing a lot of this on um, BBC Radio 2, actually. Mm. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, I love, I love Charlie Puth, man. I think he's great. He's just great songwriter, great musician. Um, uh, loved the production, loved the synth sound, soulful. Thought mm. it, was, it was brilliant, man. Uh, I gave it a 4.5. Ooh, okay. Um, I like the vocals in it. I thought it was a really smooth track. Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. Um, but it was just a 2.5 for, for me on that one. Uh, next one is uh, Beanie, and the track is called Snail. Uh, not so keen on the start. I like the chorus sound that's in the track, um, but it was it's not as good as her last what single she did. Um, so it was just a two point five for me. Um, yeah, I, I gave it exactly the same two point five. Yeah, not much to say. I like the chorus, a little catchy. That's about it. Mm. Okay, next one is moving notes down. Alicia Keys featuring Khaled, and the track is called "So Done." What do you think? Yeah, I really liked it. Really, really liked it. Uh, soulful, nice R and B, nice and groovy. Uh, little lo-fi type uh, vibe mm. going on, um, and it sounds a lot uh, a little different from what Alicia Key. Alicia Keys normally does and mm. I think that's great sometimes I just find her stuff or well, recently kind of really Same-y. slow yeah mm. really just 
like loads of ballads, you know. But this one's really great. I loved it. And um yeah, I gave it a four. Yeah. Okay. Um I like the guitar at the start. Uh nice vocals. I thought our vocals actually suited quite each other. Um they sounded quite nice together. Um mm. it's not my favourite Alicia's song, so it was a it was a two point five for me. So yeah. next yeah. track is Ella Air. Tell me about it. Well, I will do, and I didn't like it. <laughs> still, still not improving, I'm afraid. Um, it's just nothing with these tracks. She keeps bringing these tracks out, and I'm thinking, oh, oh, but it's just another pass me by track. There's just, I've heard it all before 2.5, nothing special. Really? Oh, I love this. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was great. I loved the bass line, loved the synth line. I thought it was groovy, really catchy. And um, yeah, just, I don't know, something about it. And I gave it a five. Yeah, I really liked five. it. Five. So, um, right, okay. Yeah, a little bit different there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still don't think her stuff is as good as what she did with Sagala, but, um, but I mean, she's, I like, I like Alea. She's, she's very good, but yeah. Next one is mm. The Killers. Dying Breed is the track. Um, for me, the songs seem to be getting worse. <laughs> I just don't know what's going on with them. They just the last album, yeah. Go, I am the man, who's the man, da, 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 all that stuff. I loved it. Uh, and they brought some great tracks, but this stuff is just I don't know what's going on. I just don't like any of it. So Unfortunately, um, I don't really particularly want to give him such a low score, but uh, I only gave a one point five for this one. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't give much more to Innist. Um Yeah, I've never really been a huge fan of the Killers. Mm. Uh, I think we we spoke to, spoke about them before, haven't we? You know, we've I've had to play their stuff over the years, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's been great. But um, yeah, I've never been drawn to them. So this one, uh, I um, I gave a two. Okay, uh, next one is uh, Kaiser, and the track is called Can't Be Saved. What did you think, Rich? Um, yeah, not much to say, really. Standard pop song. Uh, I'll quote you, just a pass-me-by track. Mm. Um, yeah, just a 2.5, straight down the middle. Uh, like the start, great beat. Like to voice in it. Um, I, I thought, actually, Ellie Goulding would suit this track as well you're one of your favorites mm. <laughs> yeah so uh yeah not not as bad still not as good as the first one she brought out a month or so ago uh, so this one i gave a three uh right 80 sensation erasure and the track is called nerves of steel um i just put awful 1.5 it just <laughs> <laughs> yeah awful <laughs> awful yeah um, yeah um yeah i yeah go on i know i mean don't get me wrong do like a erasure 80s 90s uh in, into early 80s perhaps even up to 95 96 loved erasure stuff and then after that i've never liked any of it since um and uh, I don't know. And they brought this this new album out and these new tracks. And it's nothing. It's just nothing for me at all. What do you think? 
Uh, yeah, I, was, I, I only gave it a two. I like the production on it. Mm. Um, it was a little head bobber, but it's not really my thing. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Okay, next one is uh, Jacob Collier, and the track is called Into Deep, featuring uh, Kina Led. That's how you pronounce it. Um, love the start, but then it does nothing for me whatsoever. Just a two. <laughs> Oh really? Okay. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jacob Collier is, is an interesting one because if you if you know who he is and you follow his stuff, um, he he is a phenomenal musician. Um, he is. Uh, I think he's only he's under twenty five, but he is just above anyone else when it mm. comes to his knowledge of music. Is is um, is incredible and um i love his stuff i love hearing his stuff and the thing is i know for a fact that there's a lot more going on in this track than you realize mm. you just can't hear it mm. um uh but so i loved it i love the bass line um the vocals are always great and uh, yeah i gave it a 4.5 yeah okay. yeah big fan hey. yeah last track is lucy deacon uh we could be. Oh no, we got we got one more. Oh yes, oh yeah, Mr. How it works. Yes, Dara. How how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I, how it goes. Yeah. How it goes. Uh, liked her voice. Liked the beat of the track. Uh, quite enjoyed it. Um, but that was about that was about it. So it's just a two point five for me. Oh, I love this one. Mm. Yeah, love the bass line. Thought it's quite unique, um, and I love the beat on it. I gave it a four. Yeah, I digged it, man. Okay. And uh, the last one is Lucy Deacon, and we could be. Uh, what do you think of this one? Uh, yeah, again, not much to say. Just a kind of standard pop song. Mm. Nothing much to it. I would have gave it a two. So. Uh, nice beat, like the vocals. To be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if this ends up in the top five uh in the charts um really yeah oh, I, no, think that, I don't think that you know do you want to wager so? a bet do you want to put yeah. a little bit of money on it <laughs> pina colada <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've got a funny feeling it's going to be in the it's going to be a top five hit i think the the younger generation is going to quite like it i think uh i gave it a three mm. so uh yeah we'll have to see how that how that bad boy goes right so yeah. that brings us the end to uh, this week's mwp music review as ever, we can't play the songs on the podcast due to copyright, but if you pop over to our Spotify and search for the MWP Spotify, well, MWP playlist, all the tracks we've talked about today will be on there, and plus from previous podcasts are, uh, are on there also. Okay, so now we move on to the World Music Review, and this week we're coming from France. Okay, now we move on to the World Music Review. World, see again every week. World <laughs> music bloody review. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're coming from Bonjour France. Um, now France are one of the, uh, I think the most popular country that actually listen to our podcast. So I'm apologising on two fronts here. First of all, the pronunciation of the names and the names of the tracks, and number two, whether we like your music or not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you know you may not like our you know music in the uk so 
you know, it's only obviously our opinion whether we like it or not. So uh, we don't upset France because they like listening to the podcast. <laughs> so we will we'll do our best. Right. So let's get me notes ready. Uh, skip down. There we go. Right. So we first, we start with the first one. Here goes my uh, GCSE French. Uh, Dajou Neo Grand Ben. Sounds a bit more. Anyway, sounds <laughs> <Okay. laughs> a bit when Italian or Spanish then, isn't it? The accent. Uh, not really for me. One point five. That's a yeah. good start. Yeah, this isn't. This isn't the probably. This isn't a great start from no. both of us, really. Yeah, I thought it was a bit, bit slow, a bit boring. Mm. Only gave it a two. Yeah, it yeah. does get better though. It does get better. It does. Okay. Uh, next one is Aya Nakamura, uh, which is obviously not a French name. Uh, and the track is called uh, Jolie Nana. Uh, like the beat, nice track, but the rest of it was just pass me by. Wasn't too fussed about it, uh, so I gave it a two point five. Uh, yeah, gave it. A bit, yeah, gave it the same two point five. I like the beat, the production. Mm. Thought the, the vocals were really cool, and mm. um, yeah, cool track. Okay, okay. Uh, next track is uh, Hatik. And the track is called Angela. What did you think of this one, Rich? Uh, yeah, same. Pretty much uh, 2.5. Um, I like the synth in- intro. And um, and uh, I like the, the general production on it. Mm. Um, yeah, straight down the middle. Uh, pass me by track. I put not fussed about mm. it at all. Uh, just a straight two, unfortunately. Uh, next one is Bosch, and the truck is called uh, Jabom. And uh, I put, oh, I've actually put Best of the Lot. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice track, enjoyed it. That was about it. Um, it was just a three for me. I was, yeah, exactly the same. I, I liked it. I gave it a three. Mm. Um, I really liked it. Yeah, upbeat, catchy, like the chorus. Uh, yeah, cool tune. Okay. Uh, last track is uh, Franklish, uh, featuring Tori Lanners, and the track is called My Salsa. Um, I like the guitar at the start, but again, just a just a pass me by track. So I gave it a I give it a two. What did you think? Oh no, I um yeah, I really like this one uh, even more so. Um, yeah, love the funky bass line, nice and catchy. Mm. Give it a three point five. Yeah, okay. it, man. Okay, that brings us to the end of this week's uh, music review from uh, France. And uh, next week we'll be back to another country. And so now we move on to uh, the gossip. That's uh, mu- latest music gossip. So uh, we go through this and see what we both think. So we f- start with Gosforth Park socially distant gigs. So the first in a series of socially distanced gigs will take place in Newcastle Park this evening which was a couple of days ago. Concert goers at Gosford Park will get their own viewing platforms and will be able to order food and drinks to reduce the risk of the spread of the coronavirus. The 500 mini enclosures are 6.5 feet apart and each hold five people. Uh, Brit Awards winner Sam Fender, who is from North Tyneside, is headlining the first gig with 2,500 tickets selling out in minutes. 
So this is a, a festival, yeah? Yeah, so it's a festival. I've seen yeah. a picture of it. So mm, got yeah, massive, I think I have as well. Yeah, you've got the massive stage, obviously, in the background. And then you've got these platforms. And you just basically stand on the platform. And that's where you stay. Um, mm. uh, and that's it. So, I mean, it looks good. I mean, obviously, the, the flat platforms are more spread out than if you were at the crowd. So, you know, you could be stuck right at the back. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a start. So... It's definitely a start. It's heading mm. in the right direction. Mm. Um, if I was going to uh, pick it a little bit, um, I know a couple of people that mm. go to festivals and have done, or they started going to festivals mm. on their own. Mm. And there's actually communities, there's websites, there's Facebook groups that you can sign up to and talk to other people and say, hey, I'm going to this festival, like people do it for Glastonbury. I'm going to this festival on my own. Mm who wants to meet up and, and mm. all of a sudden it's actually, you know, becomes quite a big community and, and um, for them people, it's going to be different because by, by, by the looks of it, everyone's in their own little group of mm. friends mm. in the, in these, on these kind of raises. Um, and so, yeah, so the people that generally kind of go to these festivals on their own and then meet people there might struggle. Um, but it's definitely, uh, it's great to um, see it heading in the right direction and companies and event companies trying to do something, you know, mm. trying to keep it going. So you can't, you can't fault it really. No, I mean, all the helps at the moment until obviously, you know, it's gets sorted. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good start. So um, it gets people out and about and obviously it started out straight away. So, which is good. So mm. next, next one is, um, <clears throat> the Arctic Monkeys raffle off a guitar to help venues. So top indie band Arctic Monkeys are raising money for venues that are struggling due to the virus. Frontman Alex Turner is raffling off a guitar to help uh, Lead Mill in his home city of Sheffield and other small independent music venues to um, to, try and, uh, to try and raise some money, to try and keep them going. So that's quite a good idea. Or they could just give them... Arctic monkeys to just say Here, here's the money <laughs> here you go <laughs> I think it's great I think yeah, it's great you know be. raffling off but you know they could literally just put their hand in the bog and go here you go are they quite, I don't know the Arctic monkeys are they quite big are they the Arctic monkeys Arctic monkeys are huge man they've been oh, going yeah. out going for years yeah yeah mm. they, they've got some absolute bangers I suppose you don't know them man probably if I heard them but I don't obviously listen yeah yeah yeah, yeah they, 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 they they've been going they um It'd be interesting to see uh, when a documentary comes out about them because obviously they were the one of the first bands or the the first band to kind of um, be in the charts without a record deal or something like this, well, and it was through record? and it was through MySpace and uh-huh. selling records and mm. things like that, and um, it was all about kind of them selling their album mm. and then telling everyone to make a copy and give it to their friends. Mm. And that's how it kind of, they got big. Something I could be completely wrong. It's, it's something like that, but uh, yeah, I think they're a great band. They're, they're always changing. They're always changing their style, their sound. Mm. I really like their sound at the moment, what they're doing. Mm. And, um, but yeah, going back to uh, auction and the guitar, they could probably just uh, <laughs> put their hands in the pocket and give them money. Right, the next one is 80s. Now, I watched this. I don't know if you did 80s and 90s. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Did you ever watch that? Did you, Rich? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Loved it. 
So, in the West Philly, uh, Philly are born and raised. Uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, played by Will Smith in the beloved oh, it's 90s sitcom, is coming back in a reboot. So, yeah. another, uh, by this time, the story of the streetwise teen who moves in with his upper-class uncle and aunt would not be a comedy, according to the US reports. The new version will be based on a viral YouTube trailer that reimagined the series as a hard-hitting drama. Smith, yeah, I've, I've, you're gone. Yeah, so Smith is working with him with it apparently. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. Oh, seen the trailer. Trailer's yeah. out, is it? It, it? it dropped like end of last year. It's, it's been around. Um, I didn't think it was. Does it say it's going to be a series or a film? I thought it was a film. Smith, uh, Smith is working on the series. So it must be in the series. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, I have seen the uh, the the trailer for it then, and yeah, it's it's a lot darker. You know, a bit more reality to it. It's it's definitely not a um, not the, like the original family friend friendly mm. sit, sitcom that it, that it was. So, mm. um, what do you think about? I mean, did you watch Restaurants of Belair? Uh, I watched all of it. Yeah, I watched from yeah. series one to whenever it was. Um, I believe it's on Netflix. I mm-hmm. think. Um, but yeah, I watched all of it. I love watching the Fresh Prince of Belair, and then obviously that's yeah. how I ended up following. Will Smith when he started doing music. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, me personally, I brought out some brilliant tracks, although there were like tracks that had been done before, but he sort of redid them, didn't he? And he's his rap yes, style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now he did them was brilliant and they were massive hits. And then he had, then he brought out one, he brought another album out and I don't think it did very well. And then he seemed to have stopped. But, yeah, it was the album, is it Stomp? Yeah, he had, a, he had a record called Stump or something like that. And it, it um, didn't do, I don't think the album did well, and he stopped. No, um, yeah. And there is rumours that he's on about he's getting the vibe of doing it again because I mean his film career. Well, I don't think it's as big as it because he was there was a time where anything he brought out wasn't that he was just was golden. Yeah, and also but, yeah, there was a time he was he was kind of. You know, there's a couple of films every year. You couldn't do uh, no know, wrong. He's bringing out, mm. yeah. Um, I don't think his film career is kind of in. I think he's just kind of. Mm. I, I think he can pick and choose a bit more. He's, mm. you know, and he can kind of uh, get involved a bit more, being a producer and things like that. And so, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I like the Fresh Prince about that. and I think oh, yeah, the, good, the, uh, the 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 new series would be. Would be quite interesting to watch. So yeah, um, we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, next one is uh, I presume you heard about this. The venues that did the red alert with all the lights on and the crews walking down the streets. Did you see that backstage crew? Um, I, I did see it. Yes, I didn't. Yeah. I have to say, I didn't. I didn't read about it. No. So music venues, theatres, and their workforces have taken part in a day of action around the UK to highlight the crisis facing the live events uh, scene. More than 300 venues, including London's uh, Albert Hall, the Royal Festival Hall, turn their lights on red as part of the Red Alert campaign. Uh, an out-of-work music industry crew were among those who took part in the march through Manchester last Tuesday. So basically, they were, you know, they're saying, you know, they're all struggling or some, some because a lot of people 
seem to think, you know, they, when they say about the music industry, oh, yeah, they're getting paid and that. But I say, well, yeah, the superstars or, you know, people who've, they're getting paid, you know, the big bands. But I said, that, you know, the crews at the back and stuff, they're not getting any money. And then no. they were interviewing someone on the BBC and they say, people think we get paid. Well, he said, this guy said, I've had no money for three months. You know, I've not earned anything. I said, because everything's yeah. shut. So, you know, you've, you've got to look. It's not just, you know, it's not just the superstars. <laughs> it's, it's the uh, everyone behind them. And people yeah. are always forgetting yeah. that. And, and, the, and, you know, on the lower bands, you know, the ones that are, who are trying to make it into the industry or, or you know, or, or session players or ships. And, you know, they're all not being paid. So I, I thought it was quite nice. It was no problem, no chaos or anything. It was just a nice, quiet no, march. No. It was really good. Yeah, you have to, you have to, really, yeah. Like, um, you know, I don't think the average Joe realise that, you know, all the, all the, the, the crew, the techies, the, the whatever, they're, they're, they're just the same as the musicians. They go from gig to gig, mm. self-employed. And mm. if they don't, gig they don't get paid no nope. well you know or they mm. if they don't do you know um stuff in studios or stuff you know maintenance and things like this and all sorts of things you know if they don't work they don't get paid they're all no. self-employed and that's mm. that's it really mm, yeah. um so good is it uh okay let's have a look oh yes so uh george michael there's going to be a nine meter mural to be unveiled in london so the nine meter mural of pop star george michael is to be painted in the northwest of london area where he grew up um oh, so this is to uh celebrate uh obviously the the man himself so were you a big george michael fan or were you not so bothered or um, I like George. I've always liked his stuff. I've always liked the music and that. Um, yeah, I can't say I'm a die. I was a diehard fan, fan, but um, I definitely liked his records. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. Next one is, um, which has already passed now because we're on um, Monday. Uh, what night are we on Monday night? So on mm. Saturday, there was a good thing for. Um, so small wedding receptions and live indoor performances will be able to resume in England from Saturday, which has obviously just gone as lockdown rules are eased. So this is very good and it's a start, but it's unfortunately, you know, we don't mean to be moaning, but we still can't do gigs indoors because it's not making any money because of social distancing. So um, I, I, it, it is a good start, but, you know, yeah, theatres are going to have. Uh, you know, they've already said they they can't do it. No, nope. um, and um, I think there are the, the the venues have moved back indoors. Mm. Uh, it just depends on on the actual venue itself and mm. um, and the the act that is on. Um, so yeah, again, it's an, it's another step forward, but I think people are just still a bit confused to what's happening aren't they mm. i mean i i mean i am you know mm. Mm. um we we can go back indoors but you know they're not hiring bands they're just hiring singers you know which is great because they get they get some work in and stuff but mm. um yeah what do you think i mean it's a step in the right direction it all depends on the size of the venue doesn't it 
what yeah how many people yeah. they can have in and whether the you know they could always reduce the size of the staff so they can actually make money but then then the staff lose out so it's very, it's all to do with making money i mean there's no point just breaking even breaking even they need to make money to unless they think well if we break even it actually pays for everything pays for all the wages but we don't make any profit so there's there's that way so it depends if they want to mm-hmm. i suppose if they if if they are making enough money to pay for everything uh and uh you know, pay the stuff and everything, but then that's that's it. I suppose that's the start. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're just not making any profit. So, uh, Liverpool's Carving Club. Uh, Car- is it Carving Club? Is that how you pronounce it? And- Caravan Club. Oh, um. The one in Liverpool. How do you pronounce it? Carvin? Carvin? Cavan? Cavan? The Cavern, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cavern Club, yeah. Yeah, the Cavern Club, best known for launching the Beatles, faces uh, ruin as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. It opened in Liverpool in 1957 and hosts about 800,000 visitors a year. Um, but one of the club's directors said it had lost 30,000 a week since the lockdown. 30,000. Now, yeah, that, yeah. that is a, you know, a, a place where... Obviously, a lot of history that actually might go if we don't get sorted, but it might go under. Obviously, with the news from Saturday, it might help them a bit, mightn't it? I don't know. Have you ever been there? No, have you? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Um, well, they're not spending 30 grand a week on it. I know that. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> um, that, bad, it's that bad, is it? Well, it's, it's you know, it's a it's a pub really right, right um and yeah i i don't really kind of get the 30 grand so how much how much is he so he's lost 30 30 000 a week 30 30 grand mm, a week since the lockdown um well yeah i mean but i mean christ he's making 30 30 grand a week i tell you now it, it, you know his overheads ain't that much <laughs> like <laughs> I don't. I don't know what he's complaining about because, yes, yeah, so, so is a lot of people. Everyone's lose. Everyone's lost money, haven't they? I, I don't know. That just that that story seems a bit strange to me because mm. if you actually go there, there's not a lot to it. It is. It's a pub, mm. and half the time they've got their singer songwriters, you know, acoustic guitar, and everything, um, and. Uh, yeah, it's it's dark, you know. It's it's, it's just uh, yeah, I don't really get that. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll pass that on. We'll pass that quickly for. Uh, off <laughs> I love the Cavern Cup, by the way. Oh, I right. think it's great. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not. Just, I, I genuinely think it's a great venue. It's actually, uh, to be honest, like it's a great venue. Yes, but for acoustics and that, it's, it's horrible. But um. Uh, yeah, I'm not. You know, it is a great place. Mm. Okay, uh, right. Last one is uh, at the height of the pandemic, with record shops shut and labels struggling. The flow of the uh, new album releases slowed to a trickle. Now the industry is starting to pick up at the uh, up the rhythm again, but shoppers are still reluctant to visit the high street to buy new LPs and CDs. But in lockdown, we have learnt in in order more. Uh, sorry, we have 
learnt to order more albums online and the way we use music streaming services has changed as well. So basically what they're saying is more people are now obviously streaming and buying albums and uh, records and stuff, you know, from Mm -hmm. Amazon or whatever now instead of going to the shops. I mean, even before this started, HMV, for example, was struggling, weren't they? And they shut loads. They were shutting loads down or they shut quite a few down, didn't they? Um, yeah. Didn't they go bust and someone saved them? I can't remember. Um, Something like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because they uh, are still about, aren't they? <clears throat> they are still about. They've got, there's one in Cheltenham, uh, not too far from me. So that's still there. Um, but yeah, so I think it's as time that's goes on. It's been going on for years, though, hasn't it, really? Like, yeah. and, and, and we got over that. Yeah. We, mm. we, I think that the industry kind of recognizes that and we are, you know, one hundred percent committed that people buy albums online and mm. um, and stream. The thing is with HMV, it's not a record shop; it's a media store. Yes, you know, you, you it's, it's not you know their their actual section of CDs. Mm. I mean, I remember the days when HM, HM, it, 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 like you used to have like two floors just for CDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't sell any vinyl. No. Until that kind of came popular, mm. um, and now it's it's just a media store. You get books, films, DVD players, computers. You can buy yeah. Macs. You can buy yeah, Apple yeah, yeah. products in there. You can buy stereo players, uh, vinyl players, vinyl. Now the whole vinyl section's um, huge, but it's it's ridiculous prices. I I I I don't do it much now but i used to collect vinyl and vinyl used to be dead cheap and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it got really popular mm. and now you know they're, they're charging 20 quid for, 20, for 20 vinyl quid, it's, yeah yeah it's, it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous but um yeah h&m um h&m uh, hmv <laughs> um <laughs> this is the yeah, close, they're, they're kind close of, review podcast <laughs> yeah yeah sponsored yeah um yeah uh yes i think they're just they're just hanging on aren't they yeah yeah i mean there is a great record shop i went to it quite a few years ago now i went to uh tower records have you been there in london yeah yeah, i've been to tower records that's good that's good isn't it they don't exist anymore do they tower records do they not no, that, no. That, when did you last go? <laughs> <laughs> Back in the nineties, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is it not there anymore? I don't know. I think Tower Records, I think, went under. Yeah, did they? Because no, they used I, to have one in Southampton. Yeah, because they had one, didn't they, near Trafalgar Square? Not, yeah, not Trafalgar right. Square, Pic- Piccadilly Circus, didn't they? Yeah, um, yeah. I need look, to um, I need to have a little look to see if Tower. Oh, I don't, I'm one hundred percent sure. That was a great shop because it had well, all different floors. Fun. One was all vinyl. One was all CDs. Uh, back in the day, it was all cassettes as well. So, so anyway, why um, Richard's going to have a quick look online to see if it's actually uh, still going? Oh, uh, it's it's online. It's online only. Yeah. They haven't got a shop. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I don't think they've got a shop anymore. Oh, no, this is all coming up. A load of rubbish. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it kind of went under. All oh, right, okay. Shows how much I know. <laughs> right, so 
that's this week's gossip. Now we move on to our track of the week, which is it for you today, Rich? Oh, I need to have a look. What's yours? Uh, I need to have a look. What's yours? <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. No, I, I do know, know what mine. Yeah, on. I do know what mine is. I'm just trying to find the proper name for it. Uh, so, um, is. mine is uh, mine's definitely going to be uh, "Tell Me About It" by Ella Air. Oh, all right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I gave that a straight five. Loved it. Great yeah. tune. Uh, mine, mine is uh, Nell Bryden. Uh, these changes. That's that's my track of the week. So, Can you hear uh, the rain? No, it's raining it? in Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> we don't normally get it, but you, you know, know sometimes you, we do. Say, you don't sometimes get we rain. get a bit of a shower. No, yeah. So Rich no. is coming from live from Malibu, so they yeah. have seagulls in Malibu and rain. <laughs> Lots of seagulls, and it's a little bit rainy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you get in Malibu, isn't it? Uh, right, okay, so now we move on to our uh, socials. Um, and basically, as I say every week, we're on all of them. Um, so if you just search for MWP, you'll be able to find us on there. And we're also on uh, YouTube as well, where you can watch the podcast as well as listening to it. Um, and um, so that should be quite good. Uh, Rich, email time, please. Yes, uh, yeah, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, send us a message, um, tell us where you're listening from, or um, it'd be great to hear what um, other people think about these tunes. I'm sure you've got different opinions uh, from us. Um, so yeah, you can email us at markandrichardpodcast at gmail.com, and um, yeah, we'll give you a little shout out. It'd be nice to hear someone from Malibu to see whether they do have rain or seagulls there. <laughs> I think they've, got, they've definitely got seagulls, surely. Um, I don't know the Never. rain. I don't. No, I don't think they've got really rain. No, not much. Uh, anyway. Also, quick, uh, give you a shout about our Patreon page. If you're interested in in uh, in joining the Patreon, then uh, just go to uh, the MWP website, and there's a section on there. And you can have a look. Um, news we have is uh, first of all, myself. I've got a new uh, single coming out on Friday called uh, Headlights. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you've had to see a quick clip of it at the end of the show and give you a sneak preview. Um, also, I was going to speak to um, Rich. Do you want to give your um, guitar lessons a plug? What on the for the for the Patreon? No, you can. Oh, use... just in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If any guitar players out there would like any guitar lessons. Um, you can go to my website, which is Richard the Guitar Teacher at uh, .co.uk. Um, on Instagram under the same name, and on Facebook, you can contact me there. And um, yes, yeah, so and if you're a new student, you get three thirty minutes um, for your first lesson. Um, and uh, yeah, get in contact. Great. Um, me and Rich did our first gig uh, on uh, on last friday so uh, we're so obviously social distancing so it worked quite well i mean um we had to keep away from the customers um but yeah it was all right so we did uh, we all said we were a bit gig rusty <laughs> so, yeah yeah, but yeah. We, you know i actually but, wrote a little blog about it which you can find at uh, oh, did richard yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah um uh it's uh, um it's at my other website, which is Richard Randall Music at uh, .co.uk. 
Uh, there's a little blog about it, yeah. Oh, get, get the plugs out there. You'll have to send me that link. It's not, a, it's, a, it's not great. It's not a great, you know, it's probably, it's a two-minute read. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> no, just me talking about it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Plug all the websites. <laughs> you know. No, I thought well, I was bad, but bloody hell, you're going down the I've got some. I've got, uh, got some Facebook pages you can like. I've got a couple of Instagrams. I know we've all got those, haven't we? We can yeah. go, go on all night. So, yeah, so basically we did our first show on, fr- um, on Friday. Myself, Richard, Becky on keys, uh, on synth, and Chris on synth. And, um, and it, was, uh, it was good. So we did two, two one-hour shows. And, uh, and then the first audience watched, they did the show, had the drinks and everything, and then these, uh, we had a break, and then the next 50% of the customers then came and watched. It was all outside. Um, you know, There wasn't a massive amount of people. I mean, there was a good size, uh, but obviously due to the social distancing, they can't have that many. But it was actually quite nice to get out. And then we've got, we have another one again on Saturday, don't we, Rich? Another social distancing gig. So. Yeah, this this one's a bit different because it's a, a, a technically a nightclub, isn't it? That we mm. well, we played it in February, mm. uh, which was which was great, great night. Um, but obviously they're we're having it outside, I believe, mm. still. Mm. Yes. Um, yep. Yep. So I think it'd be good uh, whether they can get more people outside or the same amount as they can inside, but mm. with social distancing, they can have you know outside. Mm. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. it should be. Um, it should be good. It's it's all interest. It's all it's all quite interesting, isn't it? Doing these kind of these gigs now because obviously all the social uh, distance uh, rules and things like that. So it's interesting to see how they're doing it. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. Yeah, and so. uh, it's it's obviously it's new for the audience who are there, and it's new for us as well. So mm. we're all kind of in the same boat. Yeah, so it should be good. So we're looking looking forward to that. So <clears throat> hopefully we're a bit more. Uh, not as rusty, uh, you know, so we had some, hopefully it should be all right. Practice, practice, as they say, what I think. Yeah, you been... were rehearsing today, were you, Mark? Uh, no, T- but tomorrow. Oh, tonight, I'm... sorry. Tonight, tonight. yeah. I'm going <laughs> to have a practice tonight. So, yeah, that's good. Right, so thank you for uh, for listening to the show. Um, as ever, please subscribe and share the show if you if you have enjoyed it. And we're very grateful for the listeners that we have who keep coming back every week. And, um, you know, one day we might actually make money out of this podcast, which I doubt it, because I don't think you actually make <laughs> any money out of any podcasts. Because it's funny, it was, it was on the, what's her name? She used to be on BBC Radio 1, uh, Fern Cotton. She has, I think, believe 30 million listeners on you know, a podcast with Happy Place, which is actually quite a good podcast. And she makes no money. Well, she says she makes no money from it apart from the advertising thing. I, I, I don't know how that works, but apparently she doesn't make any money from it at all. So, so there's no hope. <laughs> but apart from the, the million, the million dollar advertisement. Deal Probably she has, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so hard times, can, eh? Hard times, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> thank you very much. So it's a uh, goodbye from me. That's goodbye from me.